Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our yes. Look, it's Savage. There you have it. Da, 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 da. What's up? <laughs> Welcome. Oh, my God. Back. Welcome back to Weird World, um, the podcast where we talk about weird shit. I'm Emma. She tortured over that, too, by the I'm way. I'm Aaron. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. I'm Rachel. I'm Carrie. And today, um, Dean. It's gonna lead this shit, so okay. let's get wow. cracking. That's a really well spoken and well done <laughs> and well thought out introduction. Thank you. Appreciate that. Today we're gonna talk about something I know you've all heard of. It's called the Bermuda Triangle. I've never heard of it. Never that. heard of it. Oh, shut it down. <laughs> you've all heard about the Bermuda Triangle, right? So, scary place. Hundreds and hundreds of ships and people and planes have gone missing over the Bermuda Triangle over the years. I think especially in the 1970s. That's when I was worried about the Bermuda Triangle. You were literally worried about the Bermuda Triangle? I thought that was just Jack who worried about things unnecessarily. My mom and dad uh, took a cruise. And I'm pretty sure they went to Bermuda. <gasps> they, I'm, I'm, I will guarantee you they did not go to Bermuda. Yeah. But go ahead. That's when I worried about it. Why didn't they go to Bermuda? Because no one goes to Bermuda on a cruise. Some people fucking <laughs> go to don't. Bermuda. They probably went to Bahamas or something. Is it? Bermuda's way the hell out there, by oh, the way. Oh, they probably did go to the Bahamas. Yeah. But I was a kid, so I, I thought <laughs> they were like, go when, to the like, Bermuda Triangle. Bus- like, when business people commit like crimes and stuff, don't they flee to Bermuda? What? Uh, no, I've I've heard heard Switzerland, you freak bitch. I feel like they flee to Bermuda. No, oh. they flee to Ecuador or a country Panama. that has no um, extradition. extradition it depends on if they wear the shorts or not. Or We're getting a little sidetracked <laughs> here, <laughs> by the way. It was a rhetorical question. The whole idea of the Bermuda Triangle is that it swallows up ships and planes and things like that. The, you know, it's this strange part of the sea that is very, very dangerous. The Maybe the most famous Bermuda Triangle story is the disappearance of Flight 19, the five military planes that disappeared off the face of the earth in the heart of the Bermuda Triangle in, in uh, 1945. Thank Uh-oh. you. Smooth. This was made very famous in the 60s and 70s, and the, the, one of the quotes has, that has come down from it was the pilot, the lead pilot of the squadron of five planes, saying, quote, don't come after us. They look like they're from outer space. So, you know, proof positive that the, the Buno Triangle is a dangerous place, right? What? Let's check under the hood of the Flight 90 disappearance just a little bit to see if this main linchpin of the legend is true or not. Shall we? Yeah, let. let's. So, it's December 5th, 1945, the World War has ended. Okay? But the military is the, the mighty machine that the US had built up over the war was going to stay put this time. Wasn't going to kind of ratchet down like, like the US did after World War One. So, the US military was still doing training and recruiting and all that kind of stuff. In fact, the Southern Florida became a main training ground for flight training, right in the heart of that scary, scary, scary. Bermuda Triangle. Well, tell, define the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle is a triangle. It goes from the southern tip of Florida to northeast to Bermuda, which is, like I said, is pretty far out into the Atlantic, down to the Bahamas, and then again back to Florida. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fruit positive asshole. Ooh. Nailed it. She's following you so far. So I should have been worried when my parents were going on that cruise. Yes, yeah. but they, I just I just said they, they didn't go to Bermuda itself. That's okay. So you're saying everybody should not go to Florida. Yes, that's what I'm well, saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for, for completely different reasons. I mean, it's Florida. Because of alligators. And insects no, the size of Volkswagens. I'm not nearly as afraid of alligators as I am of just Floridians. Yeah, a Florida man. I'm afraid of Florida man. <laughs> Florida man, Florida woman. Florida man com- will commit some crime. And crack cocaine. Wow. Whoa. Okay, again. Okay, I... what? Jack just inter- just completely insulted Ohio. Uh, what? A, a podcast or two ago. <laughs> oh. Are to come. And um, now you guys are trashing Florida. 
Jesus. Uh, we have me. listeners in Florida. Florida gave us bush. But even people <laughs> in Florida feel this way about Florida. It's okay. true. No one yeah. was like, yeah, I love Florida. Florida They're self-aware. Us, Florida gave us Jeb Bush, the halfway decent Bush. Okay, so not George. Jeb Bush is halfway decent? Oh, he's not too bad. He was sad. Yeah, he was. He felt bad. He made. He asked people to clap for him. Okay. He, he looks good by comparison. That's not really... doesn't work. Terry's having none of it. I well, am Bush looks either. a great comparison to our current president. Exactly. So... On the morning of December 5th, 1945, a group of five TB Avenger torpedo bombers take off from Fort Lauderdale, Avenger. which uh, was the name of the plane, not the name of the superhero. Yeah, I'm thinking about team. Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, was a, uh, it was a training run off the southeast coast of Florida. Fort Lauderdale, for those of you who don't know, is a, is a city about, you know, it's north of Miami, on the southern, southern, southeastern coast of Florida. I'm not sure how far north of Miami, but anyway, they would fly. It was a bombing and navigation training mission. They would simulate a bombing run over a group of islands and then do some other stuff and return back to base. Simple, not a problem, no issues. It was, the, uh, so they were going to test, they were practicing bombing and, of course, getting flight training. That was the main issue. Uh, uh, four of the five pilots were, in, were trainee pilots. So they're going to use what's... Wait, you mean they were in training? Yes. They, okay. They were yes. learning. They were learning. Okay. They uh, were going to also practice a thing called dead reckoning navigation. Like what is that? Ooh, Do you know I what it is? Know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie. It, uh, that would be a very good name for a horror movie. It might be for all I know. Probably. What it does is basically is navigating by using no landmarks whatsoever. You basically just um, use your position, your heading, your speed to navigate. So, you know, ah. you go... You go for an hour to north, yeah. and now you know where you are, and you plot it on a, on a map and, and so on. It's, uh, so you don't have any... It, it's very necessary, back before GPS, is to fly over the ocean by, by dead reckoning. Hmm. I still don't understand Yeah, I don't understand, understand the name. Is it dead because people just it. died all the time? No. That would be a bit on the nose. It's well, just... Yeah. Airplanes confuse me, though. I don't like Oh, them. my God. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird. Airplanes are airplanes. weird. What? Airplanes Why? don't it make sense on the face of them. Yes, I know. I disagree. We're not the sky like that. You guys sound like you're from the 1920s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus, these airplanes, you know, people go 45 like, miles an hour, they're going to I like die. airplanes more than I like boats, though. I agree, uh, actually. Boats are really scary. I, I don't fuck with the ocean. You know, you know it's better what? than boats? Boats and hoes. I just wish we could teleport. Yeah, teleport, that yeah. Really that won't be scary the first time you do that at all. No, absolutely not. And your atoms get fucked. So anyway, in Dead Reckoning, you often need to uh, have a little guesswork there. Yeah. So keep that in mind. It's not a perfect form of navigation. The plan here for this morning's, or this afternoon, actually, uh, mission was to fly due east for, okay, from Fort Lauderdale, think of the south, southeastern tip of Florida, so they can fly out over the Atlantic. If you want to look at the map on my computer screen, please feel free. Those of you listening at home, get your own map. Fuck you. Mm, no, no, no. no. You, you, you know what? Check out our website. We'll have one on there for you. We'll, yeah, we'll show you the route. We'll show you Florida? the intended route on our website. Yes, that's Florida. is America's penis. And you, you can't see, recognize Florida. You see the Bahamas or those islands so east and southeast not all of, of them. Florida. No, but you, no, you know Florida. Florida. It's just the tip of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> just <Okay>. the glands. <laughs> just the glands. <laughs> so um, they were going to fly due east about 64 miles, 104 kilometers, to the Hen and Chicken Shoals why, why in the Bahamas. That's that? a great, I don't call it, I didn't make that up. It's a little group of islets called the Hen and Chicken Shoals in the Bahamas. They're going to practice strafing and bombing, making probably making boom, boom noises as they flew by. And um, okay. they would then, after bombing the Hen and Chicken Shoals, that was like the, the target, right, the, the practice target. They would then continue another 77 miles, continuing east, and then they'd turn make a sharp left and turn and go due north, which for about 84 miles, 135 kilometers. And that would take them over the Grand Bahama Island. If you're looking at home, it's the big old island there due east of the southeastern coast of Florida. It's called the Grand Bahama. So they're going to fly right over that. And then to finish out the triangle, they would then hang a left, a sharp, sharp left here, and go south, southwest, back to Fort Lauderdale. Nice little triangle. 
They practiced bombing. They learned more about dead reckoning. It's all good. Nothing's bad is going to happen here. That's why mm. we're talking about it. So <laughs> that was the, uh, the plan. It would last about two and a half to three hours. It was a totally routine mission. And in fact, it was called Navigation Problem Number One. This is this kind of doing this triangle, you know, and bombing and, and dead wrecking your, your way back home. In fact, the squadron, the reason it's called Flight 19, it says they just numbered training missions during the day sequentially. It was the, so it was the 19th training mission out of Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Base that day. So it was, it was pretty routine stuff. Nothing, nothing was, was scary. So epic fail if you mess up. Epic fail. And this is the most epic of fails. The Avengers were manned by three-person crews. You had a pilot, a gunner, and a radio man. One of the planes, though, was short. One person he had asked to be to not have to go on the mission, and he was granted the excuse. Ha. So there was a total of 14 people on these five planes. Why did he get out of we'll, it? We'll just we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> He's clairvoyant. Mm, is he? Maybe he is. Some people have said. The squadron leader was Lieutenant Charles Taylor. We're going to talk about him for the rest of this podcast. What? Okay. okay wow. He was an experienced pilot in, from the Caribbean and Pacific theaters during World War II. He had flown over 2,500 hours, so he had been around the block at one time or two in the air. The other four pilots, though, as I mentioned, were all trainees. They had between them at day 60 to 300 hours in the, in the air, but they were all still, still mm-hmm. training. And you need at least 100,000 hours. For <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. You'd only be flown by Sully. Yes, all right? only. Mm-hmm. So how have you done it? Drugs? You've yes. flown before, so. I was bit. like seven. Okay. So you better I not fly again. <laughs> the other pilots, well, their names are Power, Stivers, Gerber, and Bossy. And Taylor, though, again, was Bossy. the only experienced pilot. Keep that in mind. He was the only guy who had serious, significant experience in the air. He was a squadron leader. His decisions would rule. If he screwed up, they everybody paid. Oh. Well, yeah, but you're flying over the ocean, so yeah. that's kind of the consequence. We'll see. We'll see. So... Interest, interestingly, by the way, they did a pre-flight check, as they always do, and they found that all of the planes lacked their onboard clocks. The actual clock that was there in the cockpit was gone from all five of the Avengers. What? Sounds weird, doesn't it? Especially since they're going to do dead reckoning in which keeping time is critical. Remember, they, again, you're supposed to, okay, you fly this direction for this amount of time, that tells you where you are. That's the main method of dead reckoning, right? So amount of at time so is... At so cr- many miles per hour. At so many, you're right, at so many yeah, miles per hour. Implied. Yeah. So that, no, that's important too because you have to correct for the wind and things like that. If right, it's a headwind, yeah. you think you're going whatever, 150 knots, you, you might be going 100. You're yes, supposed we, to, it would be very hard to be precise. Yeah, it absolutely is, yeah. To be super, super precise. Don't make fun of your mother. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're a monster. I am a, a Myrna. But a so, what kind Mine of bird, clocks were these? Like, did it look like sabotage? Like no, actually, yeah, how are they missing? Like the it turns board? out that after the war, a lot of pilots, they were easy to take oh, out. Okay. So they're, they're done with the military surface. They take their clock out of the plane and go home. They use it as a souvenir. And since the, the um, war was what? over, the military's, military's like, whatevs. It's, it's cool, man. It's just a clock. We don't need it. So they, they assumed every pilot worth his salt would have a wristwatch right. on him, and they'd do their dead reckoning with through that. So it wasn't that big. It's just weird that of all things, those are the things that are missing. So, so it's, it's, the, it's the day of the, the training mission. Taylor is late for the, for, uh, to the pre-flight check. He comes in there, and he asks to be excused. Huh. He says, I don't want to do this flight today. And they ask him why, and he says, I'm not, no reason. We'll get back to that later. They say, go to hell. You're doing it. We don't have replacements. So suck it up. You're doing it. Was he hungover? Was he sick? That's Was he lazy? Shit. We don't know. Did he have the shit. He might have Probably had the shits. Had the shits mm-hmm. yeah. He might have had Maybe the shits. He had a really bad headache. He might have had a oh, you know, <laughs> Carrie's saying that because she has a headache and she just can't get rid of it. It's a splitting <laughs> headache. So now everybody has a headache to her. So anyway, they said no. And so remember that comes in remember all that dead reckoning, all that uncertainty with one experienced pilot? Well, yeah. that one experienced pilot doing this this, you know, complicated navigation is apparently potentially impaired. So yeah. I would be impaired if I was trying to fly a plane right now. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, because you don't know how to fly a plane. <laughs> yeah. Damn yeah, the headache is the not l- really the main issue. The lack of training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I think <laughs> I can handle it fine. <laughs> so, because Taylor was late, the flight left Fort Lauderdale at 14.10. I'm going to do military time because I wrote this in military time, and I'm, not, I'm slow at translating. 2.10 p.m. 
So 1410. <laughs> Very good. He had to give us, he, he had to give himself, himself all time. that yeah. time. That's buying time there. <laughs> to minus two. Uh, carry the two. This is about 25 minutes off schedule. Is that a word? Off schedule? Late? Whatever. Behind schedule. Behind, Behind schedule. schedule. That's it. That's it. That's what I meant to say. So, I like off schedule. I like off schedule. Let's do that, guys. You guys? You with me? Okay. Off schedule. What? No? Why am I getting a look? Let's pronounce it like our neighbor, schedule. Or schedule. <laughs> My dad would say schedule. He's born in fucking Nebraska, not England, okay? <laughs> Deal with it. Get over yourself. So, Like they're German. <laughs> it, uh, the fly, the, as I mentioned, it headed east toward the Bahamas. They did their little bombing run on the, on the hen and chicken's shoals. We know this, too, because they radioed back, and, and a ship in the area saw them doing it. So we know they did that. And also, at one point, somebody heard one of the uh, pilots, one of the trainee pilots, saying, hey, I have one bomb left. Can I drop it? And Taylor said, sure, go for it. No, that's money. So they actually were doing, you know, they were, they were dropping bombs on these shoals. Gross. So no one lived there, I imagine. Uh, this well, was about... I hope not no, yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is about 1,500. So they, at this point, they were on, on schedule. That, that fits with where they should have been and should have been given when they uh, took off. So then things start to go a little bit awry. About 1540, right? So about 340. That's about an hour and a half or so after they left Fort Lauderdale. It's a little bit. Le- it's less than an hour after they did their run, forty minutes or so after they did their bombing run. One of the pilots, uh, trainee pi- pilots, asked Powers, who remember is another trainee pilot, but he was in technically lead. Charles Taylor let Powers lead the squadron. Squ- squadron. He was still in command, but he led, flew behind. He didn't fly at the lead of the five-plane uh, squadron. Okay, so one of the trainees asked Powers for Powers's compass reading. And Para's answer was, I don't know where we are. We must have got lost after the, that last turn. So remember, the bombing raid would have included some turns and twists, twist, right? You're supposed to you know, you know, fly low, bomb, 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 come back, bomb again, things like that, right? So they're doing various turns over the hand and chicken shoals. They're not just going in a straight line. So they made a, a, apparently multiple turns. And after the last one, he didn't know where he was. And, they, and, and he's the temporary, I guess, trainee flight leader at this point, okay? They could communicate, right? They, they, could, they all had war and radio, radio communication, yes. Walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> they had, no, they had, um, they had the, the uh, can and, and string of phones, but very long Ooh, strings, yeah. and they had to stay close to each other. Carrie, Carrie likes those things, right, Carrie? That's what, like your favorite toys at trial? No, that's I never right. talked about those. Uh, that's right, you talked about she the about cans for can, boots. Yeah. You, you stood on, on cans. The shoe cans. Shoe cans. Shoe cans. Coffee cans. That's right. right. I always forget. Sorry about that. So a dude named Lieutenant Robert Cox, he was a pilot in an FT-74. He just coincidentally was running another trainee mission out of Fort Lauderdale at the same time, roughly in the same area. I think he was closer to the Florida Keys, right? Uh, Which would be west of where they were over the Bahamas, west and southwest. So he hears this, that they appear to be in a little bit of distress. They don't know where they are. And he asked them to identify themselves so someone could come help them or, or you know, the But ground. He, can't, he can't see them. He can't he see them. No, he's in radio them. contact. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He gets no response for a few minutes. And then apparently some of the trainee pilots ask him for, like, suggestions. Like, what should we do? <laughs> we don't know where we are. We got lost. We don't know where we're heading. What should we do? Well, what was the captain doing? Mm, yeah, good question. Sleeping? You know pooping? what? Pooping. Maybe pooping. He had the runs. Um, <laughs> so Cox tried to help again. He says, what's your trouble? And Lieutenant... Taylor, remember the, the, the leader, finally gets on the radio and he says, both of my compasses are out and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm over land, but it's broken. I am sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down and I don't know how to get to Fort Lauderdale. The Keys, the Florida Keys. If you look on your map again on our website, listeners, and you folks here on my, my screen, you see the Florida Keys are directly south of the tip of Florida. They run kind of south southwest off of Florida. You see the, where the Bahamas, you see Grand Bahamas, that long horizontal island mm-hmm. due east of Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. That's roughly where they are. How the fuck you get there? He thinks he's uh, over 100 miles away southwest over the Florida Keys. Nah, he should not be in the pilot. So lead. he thinks he just needs to go north. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, Cox, the FT-74 pilot, he informs authorities that Taylor's group is lost, and he, and he offers... To, so, so he's essentially kind of doing the go-between right now, because for whatever reason, the ground control could, was not in contact 
with the Flight 19. They were able, though, to be in contact with Cox. So Cox, Cox is basically acting now as kind of an intermediary. He suggested Taylor, he says, okay, you have the keys? Here you go, put, your, put the sun on your port, your left side, right? Make sure, that means where are you going? You have to be going? North. North, so, and then fly north. You'll be up, you'll be along, presumably you'll be along if you're directly below Florida, you'll hit the southern tip of Florida. If you're Soon. to the west of Florida, you'll essentially, you'll hit the Florida panhandle. You'll hit land along the Gulf Coast, coast of the United States eventually. So put the sun in your port, fly north, you'll, you'll get there. You'll get to land, and then you can reorient yourself, hopefully. Again, this presumed that he, he trusted Taylor that he was indeed over the key. He didn't know what, what their, you know, what their mission was right. to fly over the Bahamas, et cetera. He had no idea. So it's, it's really not his fault, but that was terrible advice. And it also fed in to where Taylor, what Taylor thought they should do as well. So at 1626, Lieutenant Taylor asked Cox, can you have Miami or someone turn on their radar gear and pick us up? So note that he asked Miami. Miami is south of Fort Lauderdale. Miami is closer than Fort Lauderdale is to the Keys. So he absolutely thought he was in the Keys now, so he, he, Miami would be closer uh, to him than Fort Lauderdale. What the hell? He says, we don't seem to be getting far. We are, we are out on a navigation hop, and on the second leg, I thought they were going wrong. I thought they were going wrong. I'll come back to that. So I took over and was flying them back to the right position, but I'm, I am sure now neither of my compasses are working. He's absolutely convinced his compasses don't work. At 1631, so this is, this is uh, 431 now. And remember, this is December. So the sun sets, oh gosh, I've read, in Early. like 5.50 or something, something like that. It's, not, it's, it's late afternoon now. An operator heard Taylor tell the other pilots, quote, we'll fly 270 degrees west until landfall or running out of gas. This is the right thing to do. For, coming out of Fort Lauderdale, you flew east, you flew over Bahamas, whatever. They always said, if you get lost, Go dead, follow the sunset. Yeah. Go yeah. west, you will hit Florida, and then you can reorient. So he finally was doing the right thing here. But Taylor, um, not used to flying out of Fort Lauderdale, being used to flying out of Miami, I'll get to that in a minute, waited way, way too long to do this, this standard operating procedure that he should have done a long time ago. So he also, he also trusted himself over his squadron. We'll see in a bit that they were arguing amongst themselves, and the other training pilots, if they had been up to them, they would have lived. Uh, and, and, and just the common sense. He so, dies? Spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry about that. My bad, my bad. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could have surmised, but still. Spoiler. Sorry about that. We can cut that out. No? So at 1645, Taylor radios Fort Lauderdale that they're going to head now. Okay, remember, this is just 14 minutes later. He's supposed to be heading west for 14 minutes. At 1645, he says, we're going to head at 030. If you know, degrees, essentially, think of a clock. Right. Because you go to 360, 360 is due north. Is would be, you know, midnight or noon, right? That's due north. Yep. It could be zero, but most people call it 360. So 030 is north-northeast. So 14 minutes after doing the right thing, he, he says, no, 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 no. I know we're over the keys. We're going to go ahead 030 for 45 minutes, then head north to be sure they were not in the Gulf of Mexico. That's what he tells them. So he clearly he believes... He just, he won't listen to reason. He believes he's still in the Gulf of Mexico somewhere, over the Keys, somewhere like that. So, so he's, he spends 14 whole minutes doing west, thinking he's just going further into the Gulf, heading toward Mexico, which if you see the Gulf of Mexico, would be a long, long way away. They don't have the field to do that. He, he says, no, 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 we're, I know we're in the Gulf here. We need to go back, um, in this case, north, northeast, almost due north, okay? North and a little east. So he thinks he's out in the Gulf. If I go north, northeast, we'll hit, that's the soonest we can hit kind of the southwest edge of Florida. So he, uh, at station, one of the, the ground station asked him to switch to the emergency frequency that the search and rescue, because they're getting worried now. They're running out of fuel. Yeah. He says, and, and they're lost. They still, have, they still probably have over an hour left of fuel, but they're, 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 they're badly lost. So he says, Taylor answers that request by, I cannot switch frequencies. I must keep my plans intact. He, wanted, he was worried about, as it grew darker, losing contact with the five planes there. And he wanted everybody to stay close together at this point. He's, I mean, he's clearly worried by now. At 1656, so it's nearly 5 o'clock in the afternoon, a naval operator asked Taylor to turn on his transmitter. He, for some reason, they hadn't had their transmitters on, which theoretically the station could have found them and located them. Uh, it was the second time that someone had asked him to do that, and they, they never got clear responses. 
What? I, it's, it's strange. It's not clear that they were getting in good radio communication, so well, it's not yeah, clear that he because, wasn't doing it. Yeah, before he, they weren't, so yeah. maybe they didn't hear. He may not have heard it exactly. Yeah. So a few minutes later, the, uh, one of the radio operators heard Taylor tell the squadron to head now to change to 090 degrees. That's due east. What the hell? Due east. Because he's absolutely certain they've been going north for a while. Okay, we must still be. We're, we're now on the west side of Florida, probably. So we're they, heading toward like Alabama. Let's yeah. go east, and we'll hit the the go west Florida. coast of Florida, right yeah. in the middle of the west coast. We'll know where we are. Okay. Yeah. We can land in you know whatever Naples or something. So like it that. never dawned on him. But if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, you're you're, you're, you're dead. dead. So he says, Yeesh. let's do this for ten minutes. So again, he still thinks he's over the Gulf of Mexico. A bit later. One of, the, one of the trainees is heard saying, damn it, if we could just fly west, we could get home. The, a, a second trainee pilot answers, head west, damn it. So, but they're not in charge. I would have started knocking bitches it. out. I would have <laughs> sort of knock you on the back of the head, fire extinguisher, here I go. Well, these are the pilots. So he, remember, he's, all, he's in his plane with three people, his gunner and his uh, radio man. I, he's the, I believe it's a one-person cockpit, by the way. They're behind him, I, I think, I'm pretty sure. So uh, it's, these, are small, these are not big planes. These but are small. But it's the planes. other pilots that are saying we yes, should be going. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I would have. So they're they, different planes. Yeah. Me too. I would have said, "Fuck, you're wrong." They like, would have had to break off, and then it. they're probably court-martialed for directly disobeying. What is court-martialed? It's where you're. Like, I'm alive, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. They would be court-martialed to, if, they, I, if what knows? they were Save doing was life? saving their what? lives. I, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's the military. You're supposed to obey orders regardless of the consequences. I hate that true. shit. Well, you know. That rule servitude fuckery. <laughs> That's stupid. It is stupid. I don't disagree. Uh, is, so Grulate finally in radio contact became very difficult and intermittent. Now think about that. If radio contact is getting worse, that means they're heading further away from Fort Lauderdale. That means they're heading out into the middle right. of the Atlantic Ocean. They were, uh, they were going further and further out to sea. So it's, now it's 1750. They're running below on fuel. The land-based radio stations finally get a fix on them. They're able to triangulate their location. And they... And they uh, triangulate. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, you, I wish we could have left a 14-second pause after she did that. Just to, <laughs> triangulate, dude. <laughs> Are you... Are you a little bit stoned? You yeah. no, familiar never. with that? Mm -hmm. I just think it's funny. It's triangle. <laughs> what? In the triangle, Bermuda Triangle. Do you know how that works? I get it. Have listeners, you ever heard that listeners, word you're hearing no. uh, Emma have an episode live on this podcast, but it's not it's live. Not but an episode. You're having an episode on our episode of Flight 19. It's not live, but yeah, it's not live. I turned to my shut up. I'm so, live. I'm right here. Okay, now oh, you're hearing Emma and Carrie kind of lose it. <laughs> On our podcast. That Thank headache, you. though. We're both yeah. in pain. Yeah. Carrie we has a headache. Emma, what's pain. your deal? Menstrual cramps. Menstrual cramps. <laughs> Menstrual cramps that to her feel like her spleen exploded. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, they're really painful. I'm That's terrible. terrible. This may be my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my farewell podcast. Sounds like it, because you sound like you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> no. So they were, um, they were well north of the Bahamas now. When they triangulated their location, they were, um, uh, we'll have it on the website. We'll have, well, I'll show you kind of, a, it has a sort of a radius of where they were, but they're essentially due east of the central coast of Florida, well north of where they should have been, because remember, they've been going north a lot, thinking we're going to hit the, we need to hit the land, we need to hit golf, and they're also east of where they should have been, because remember, they also have been heading east, thinking, okay, we need to, we need to hit the west coast of Florida, because right. we're over the gulf somewhere. Stupid. Yeah. So that's what, we know they were there. At, at 1750, when they they able to figure out. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. It's <laughs> a 28-year-old Simpsons joke. Hey. At 1804, Lieutenant Taylor radioed Captain Powers, with whom he had apparently lost contact for quite uh, for at least a little while, right? Because he he um, he says, "Oh, I've been trying to reach you." And Power he and Taylor asked Powers what course they were on, meaning Powers' plane, what course they were on, and he says, "Holding 270, which is west." And they and they, they and if they had done this, so apparently they, they had all they had again headed west. So we don't know because we didn't hear all the communication. But apparently they had you know they were doing the north and east thing that Taylor wanted. They were also at times going west. What that the, the rest of the of the pilots wanted to do, but they just weren't doing it long enough. They weren't going yeah. west for very long. Remember the, the time before they did it for fourteen minutes when, right. when Taylor said nope 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 we're changing we're going back north. So that's just wasting gas. Yeah, it is. They're, I mean, they're, at this point, they're going in three different directions yeah. out over the Atlantic. So 
It's been making the triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, so he's so when when Power says this, Taylor was having none of it. He responded, I am pretty sure we are over the Gulf of Mexico. Why? We didn't go far enough east. What? I suggest we fly due east until we run out of gas. We have a better chance of being picked up close to shore. We may as well just turn around and fly east again. And they probably did. And I mean, it's it's horrific to think about that now, knowing where they were. But he's utterly disoriented. He trusts himself over his instruments and over everybody yeah, else in that. And that's a bad pilot. idea. I never and trust that, myself. <laughs> you make a great pilot. I'm always wrong. You make a great instrument control only pilot. Yeah. Like I just know the plane goes where it wants to go. <laughs> what that dial says, I do. <laughs> Autopilot all the time. Of course, in fact, going east, so they turn around and go east, that's just hitting them further out into the Atlantic Ocean. Ooh, scary ocean. So again, Taylor still thought he was over the Gulf. So we're over the Gulf. We must be west of Florida. We go east, we'll hit the Florida. Okay. So, but now it's, it's totally dark. Sun is long set and it's dark. Fin- finally, at 1820, this is 620, or 1830, sources differ. Taylor sl- says, quote, all planes close up tight will have to ditch unless landfall, dot, dot, dot. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. After that, nothing was ever or has ever been heard of Flight 19 again to this day. Well, if I was any of those other planes, I'd be like, um, it's I'm too, not sure. It's I too agree. late. Yeah. It's too late. They're they're out over the middle of the ocean. They and g- even if they turn around, it's way too they late. Don't have enough gas. I think they all it's just true. knew like we're gonna die. I, At they, some point, they almost certainly did. The, the yeah. Avengers again. This is a small plane. Mm-hmm. You can ditch it successfully and get your raft out, but it's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, and, and and more so, the the sea had become very very rough and choppy by oh, this point. Uh, the winds had kicked part. up, and it's the pitch black, black dark. Of yeah. night, ah! they had virtually no chance to survive a, a, a forced oh landing in the ocean. And, They'll get sharked, and they clearly never did. They went to the bottom. They got sharked. So <laughs> the, the Navy knew that things had gone wrong because they, they knew they'd been lost for quite some time. So, but by time they were overdue, it was dark, and so the main search and rescue operation had to wait until the next morning. Ooh. They did mount it though, and, and and by the next morning the seas were really very rough, very windy, very blustery. But over 200 planes, some sources say over 300 planes, and 17 ships were sent out. Wow. They, Damn. They, they, to scour the entire eastern, uh, you know. Seaboard. No. no. Florida. <laughs> Basically, I, I, I imagine just because they remember they, where they were would do east central Florida. They, they used that as a center point. And they also searched south toward the Bahamas as well. And didn't, did they search in the area where they were triangulated yes, to? absolutely. Good. Mm-hmm. And I'm they, their work. <laughs> they go, sure. where should we go? I don't know. Let's go to California and search. <laughs> it's nice there this time of year. I agree. <laughs> they actually did, by the way, find some civilian boats, in tr- small boats in trouble and rescued them. Well, that's, oh, a good, that's nice. So something good came out of it. So wait, those people most likely all would have died had these no, people not I, died. I mean, they were in trouble, but I don't know if they would have died. And that's what I'm died. going with. Most all those people would have died. Maybe. Okay. That's it's a worthy silver sacrifice. <laughs> A smaller search operation, though, was sent out that very night, the night they disappeared. Two Martin Marietta's search and rescue planes were sent out about um, 18... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Even before that, about 1800, one plane went out just to go look for them and figure, I'll find them, I'll guide them back. He never found them. When they did find out where they were, the radio operators who figured out where they were didn't apparently didn't make that super clear. They should, what they should have done to anybody, what they oh. should have done was sent out a, a radio saying, your location is blah, yeah. blah, blah, your location is da, 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 and they didn't do that. Yeah. That's really yeah. dumb, because that probably yeah. would have saved their it, lives. It could have, but they may not have, they were, again, radio contact by that yeah. point was really bad. Yeah, so but they, may have, they may not have heard it at all. The it's people, like on land, doing the radio contact, did they know that the radio connection was shoddy? I think they did, yeah. The, well, then they should have been like, Keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I know it. I've read one at one point, through. one radio operator asked them to fly in a certain direction, and he would tell, given signal strength, he could say, he, he'd be able to figure out what direction they were going, at least what direction they were going. But uh, Taylor wasn't very cooperative with that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he seemed he was to be sure a problem. He was going where he was going. So after night fell, this is again the night that uh, they disappeared, two Martin Mariner flying boats were due to go out on a training run of their own, a nighttime training run, so that they were diverted to go search for the Flight 19 crew. They knew they, were, they had to be in the water by this point, almost certainly. So they were out of a, of a station, by the way, called Banana River. 
What? Pretty cool name. Okay. Central Coast of Florida. Pretty cool name of of a a station, you have to admit. Uh, They took off at 1927. 7.27 p.m. That's fucking weird. Three minutes later, one of those Martin Mariner flying boats radioed in. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, three minutes after they took off, uh, that that plane, they, they radioed in, but then they lost contact with the shore. That Mark Mariner plane, that flying boat, and its crew of 13 people were never seen again. Oh, them okay. too? They disappeared off the face of the earth, Gosh. just like Flight 19. There it is, alien. triangle. So despite their exhaustive efforts... Efforts. Exhausted. Exhausted efforts. Exotic efforts. Exotic efforts. <laughs> the exotic efforts. They went on. They searched for several days, by the way, and they found absolutely nothing. One Navy Damn. lieutenant said later, they just vanished. We had hundreds of planes out looking, and we searched over land and water for days, and nobody ever found the bodies or any debris. Hey, what the ocean will do that. It was as Flight 19 disappeared off yeah. the face of the earth and into the legend of the Bermuda Triangle. It's the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah, no shit. It's stuff well, gonna go missing. In the, in the hands of lazy or fraudulent writers, it became yeah. quite the story. So there actually were, the, the whole legend of, of the Bermuda Triangle was not really invented until the mid-1960s and really, really popularized, popularized in the early, 19, early mid-1970s. Not surprising. Where it, it, it scarred a young Carrie, Carrie Weedman yeah. for life. Really? Was that not supposed to be your last name? It's not her last name anymore. It's her maiden so. name. Weedman, huh? What do you think? She Everybody smoked. Knows it. So, um, she's pretty famous for her. She's a little famous. So, uh, the, the and, and the flight 19 story became kind of the, the, the main raison d'etre of the, what the okay. fuck? that actually doesn't make sense in that okay, context. You know, I'm having trouble it. with English. Words. That's actually Let's French. No, I actually pronounced that perfectly. French speaking listeners, please back me up on this. Even though it does not fit in the context. <laughs> they were like, we ain't here so with anyway, it was the linchpin. How's that? The Flight 19 disappearance was sort of the main proof of this whole phenomenon called the Bermuda or sometimes the Devil's Triangle. Uh, Lawrence Cush, who is the best uh, writer, the most informed writer on the Flight 19 disappearance, and indeed, in my opinion, on Bermuda Triangle, wrote, Flight 19 is such a significant part of the Triangle story that if the planes had safely returned to base, the concept of the Bermuda Triangle would never have been created. So it's a big deal. There were some, like some adventure magazines had a couple of stories about that lost squadron, or the, some, they call it the lost patrol sometimes in the early and mid 50s, but it was not, true. no mainstream picked it up or anything like that. Good. In 1962, uh, it, was, it was not until then that someone suggested there was some kind of supernatural things at force, right? At play here. That was a writer named Alan Eckert who wrote in a, in a magazine called The American Legion. And he said that this radio, this falling radio transmission occurred between two of the Flight 19 pilots. We are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green, not white. He also wrote that officials, officials at the Navy board that investigated it right after had stated that, quote, the planes flew off to Mars. Oh, my God. So then a couple of years. That was according according to to Alan Eckert. That was the official that was in the official (laughs) report. According to Alan Eckert. Keep that in mind. Vincent Gaddis, a writer writing for Argosy magazine, 1964, and then later his article appeared in the Flying Saucer Review. Well, here we go. Quality journalism. Argosy, by the way, was kind of a lightweight men's magazine. Adventure stories, maybe some, you know, maybe some nipples. I don't know, but uh, what? It was it was like a light, not pornographic, but kind of like kind of like uh, Maxim. It was the Maxim of the 60s. Is it called Maxim? Playboy for sexy. Not even Playboy. Not quite that. Yes. Yes. Yes, of the 60s. 1964 is when he's writing these articles, right? And he also he uh, wrote a book called Invisible Horizons the next year in which this whole idea of Flight 19 disappearance as being supernatural appeared. And then later in the 1970s, some other books came out, and pretty much the Flight 19 and the Bermuda Triangle were, were kind of cemented as caused by supernatural forces. Regardless of what you thought those were, we'll talk about that in a second, but something was amiss. So it was in the kind of mid-60s to early mid-70s that this legend was growing. And you can really trace it mainly to Vincent Gaddis's article in 1964. I think, I could be wrong, he was the first person to actually say, here it is, and draw it on a map, and say, this area is bad, bad news. 
even though if you look at a, at a look at a scatter plot of where these a lot of the things blamed on the Bermuda Triangle happened, and it's it's like the entire North Atlantic Ocean is a, it's mm. a joke. So. These writers allege that uh, lots of tantalizing radio transmissions between the, the, the folks in the Flight 19 crew were stated. I'll give you some of these. Tantalizing. These are, trust me, this is going to be tantalizing. Take a word for it. You ready? I got some quotes. radio sex? No, 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 no. There's other <laughs> meanings of tantalizing. So, quote, everything is wrong. Even the ocean doesn't look as it should. Another quote. Calling control tower, emergency. We seem to have gone off course. We can't see the ground anymore. I repeat, we can't see the ground. Again, they're over the ocean. So yeah. 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 About that. No shit. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm really proud. Thank you. And scene. No, wait. It still goes on. <laughs> uh, we can't tell which way is west. Nothing is working properly. It's nuts. We can't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> we can't be sure. <laughs> we can't be sure of any directions. Even the sea looks funny. No. Alaska, the sea always looks funny. Yeah. Another quote said, we're entering white water. Another quote said, don't come after us. They look like they're from outer space. Mm-hmm. That was what I, I love. We're just so, fucking with them at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, writers about the Flight 19 and the Bermuda Triangle have said all these things actually happened and there were radio transmissions and they're in the Naval reports or they're, they'll say things like, they're in the National Archives. You can see it for yourself there. Okay. So the legend is, is becoming huge. It's becoming, and it's becoming, again, seen as a supernatural event. So uh, over the years, a, lo- a variety of, of theories have been positive for what happened to Flight 19. UFOs, of course, yeah. nabbed them and took them home, right? Duh. There's some kind of magnetic abnormality, swooped what? them into space or, or kind of caused a confusion. I've seen like magnetic. shows. That's like, why the compasses don't work. Those yeah, the compasses don't, don't work because it's magnetic, together. something, blah, 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 and that had them somehow There's like them. a big vortex in the yes. ocean. There's a vortex a argument big, like, there. funnel thingy. Like that's how they got this? to Mars. Yes. Through the vortex. Some people say a water spout. Yeah. No. Came, oh. came from the ocean below and sucked them down to the bottom of the sea. Yeah. That's a common one you'll hear. What? Because, you know, they're skimming along the surface. They're like 4,500 feet <laughs> in the air, you know. Uh, some people think they slipped into an alternate dimension. Yeah, I wish. The multiverse. I hate it when that happens. I know it. You're flying along the Bermuda Triangle. Suddenly, you're in somebody else's Bermuda Triangle. Because that would explain them being lost for several hours in radio communication by being in another dimension. Apparently, that yeah. dimension has good radio pickup. Mm. Some people think Maybe a giant. They're still alive. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Mom's gonna yeah. go with a happy end. <laughs> no, I think they're alive and fine. I think they've had their families, and I think they've done well. Uh, did, maybe they were they were grabbed by a giant squid. Maybe uh, okay, probably not. They some people have deep, said deep, something deep. to do with time, like a time warp or a time slip. Yeah. to the time. Well, <laughs> but that wouldn't really matter. Why not? Why not? They'd still be where they are. What if they're in the future? Yeah, or well, the past. Oh my god! In the past, and they didn't have anywhere to land because there was like cave people in Florida, Curry. And they landed in Florida. Or they went back before Pangea broke up. There it is. And when there of, was land where they are. Oh, my God. And they're alive. <gasps> and they're fine. That's why everything looked wrong, because they were 100 million years ago. Or a lot more than that? I don't know. A lot more than that. A lot Hey, I'd rather live out my life th- on Pangea than not live out my life. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Figure it out. philosophical. Yes, yes. I, I'd rather brave saber-toothed cats. So in Close Encounters of the Third... I cats were on no, they weren't. Yeah, they actually weren't. But I like them because they're super cool. <laughs> My favorite prehistoric animal, saber-toothed cat. Really? That's kind really? of boring. Nah, it's cool, Mine's man. Like saber-tooth. How cliche. Oh, I'm, I said, okay, <laughs> not, <laughs> not dinosaurs. <laughs> How's that? Well, Willy Mammoths are brutal. They're pretty cool, but saber-toothed cats are cool. Well, megalodons. Megalodons. I know. You're Megalof- afraid. You think they're real. So I don't now. act. Well, they're real. So they're just cool not still alive. They're existing. Yeah, but I don't really think they are, but it'd be so cool if they did. I frankly disagree. Yeah, that'd be a terrible thing. Like no one could go in the ocean the except shallows, in a giant cruise liner. I'm out. The shallows? No, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the movie for Steven Spielberg, 1977. He had... <laughs> How old is Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Seriously. In his 60s, probably. Let's go with that. No. <laughs> she's, she's not just saying you're wrong, Carrie. She's pissed off at you. Late 60s. No. I don't know. I don't think he's Every old. movie is like... Directed by Steven Spielberg was made in 1935. No, No, bitch. Uh, His first movie was Wizard of Oz. So, uh, he had them found in the Sonoran Desert, sent there by aliens in the movie. This is in the The movie. The what? No. Sonoran Desert, California. You said desert. I did. Desert. 
there was a you did D your effort. at the end did I? there. Did we'll play it back. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I just never have never heard you do that He's before 71. with that word. 71. Damn, son. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you come How many fucking movies has he made? I'm okay, sorry, go okay. <laughs> just go, go through his freaking CV. So we had uh, Steven Spielberg had them found in the desert, and uh, <laughs> aliens had sent them there, and the pilots come back later. The pilots come back. Um, out of the ship, and they're the same age as they were when they disappeared. You wow. remember that? Did, you, did you see that movie? I've never seen it. Oh, wow. They used La Mer. Time slip. I Somehow. love Interstellar. What? Yeah. She loves Interstellar. Interstellar. I thought she said I love Adam Gravitational. Sandler. What's that shit called? He did Catch Me If You Can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened? Simple well, fact. I we I did. I know, but why, okay. Know what happened. Okay, recap. Giant squid. Charles Taylor. <laughs> Charles Taylor had a really bad day. He got lost. He thought he was west when he was really east of Florida. He thought he was over the Keys when he was really over the Bahamas. So he thinks, okay. He had a bad day that killed a bunch of people. Well, don't say that. He also sometimes. <laughs> so you if, if you, so think about it. If, if you think you're in the Keys, you go north. You'll hit Florida. If you think you're further out over the Gulf of Mexico. You can go north to hit like whatever Alabama, or you can go west to hit the the I'm sorry, east to hit the west coast of Florida. But if you're really out the Bahamas, going north and going east, north just skims along out in the ocean there along the, the eastern coast, the coast of Florida, and going east, of course, takes you out into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. So his he you know that, that he was he thought that he was going north and east would save them, and he was horribly horribly wrong. So. And that, by the way, that was the conclusion. The 500-page report by the Navy concluded exactly that. There's really never been yeah. a mystery about this. It's the amazing this is such a mystery. reported Mars. Yeah, it, what about Mars? We'll, yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Like, they went to Mars, case closed. Did anybody ever come forward and say, yeah, he was partying the night before? No, but a lot of people think he was hungover. So, but nobody... Nobody said... No, because I mean, they probably he's probably with other servicemen, and that would be a bad they, thing. They're not talking. True. But why did he, you know, why did he get so messed up at one point, Taylor said, this is MT-28, not FT-28. MT-28 means Miami torpedo. Oh, well, you said he was most he, used he to... Had, he had. He, had, he had, had done two tours, I guess is the right word, out of the Miami Air Base, right? Which the Miami Air Base flies down, and their training missions go down over the Keys yeah. to the south. Fort Lauderdale, north of Miami, goes to the east and, and, and uh, southeast over the Bahamas. So he just woke up. He, it's like, was like uh, yeah. yeah. He may have. Um, you know, did he forget where he's going? Did he forget? Did he think, oh, shit, I, I'm in my Miami run. Oh, those islands down there, those little islands, they look like the Keys. And people have said there are, part, are there groups of islands in the Bahamas that do kind of bear resemblance to the Florida Keys. How old was he? 27. So huh? that's not that old. How old was he? Yeah. 27 Taylor. years old. Holy moly. I know. He's, uh, that's too much responsibility for a 27-year-old. You'd think. He had sur so. <laughs> You're just kids. <laughs> He's just a little kid. You were married and pregnant. That was <laughs> well, Remember how he he did he he was alleged to say oh the the ocean Almost. looks and and the land looked wrong right yeah it did look wrong to him because it wasn't the land because it wasn't, what he, it it wasn't was. what he thought it was yeah. it wasn't the keys that he that thought it was that should have been his clue do you think why did the other guy think they were in the keys. Powers or whatever. He was almost certainly he was he had been told that. Oh, by, by Taylor. By Taylor. I'm oh, okay. He, no one had heard that on a transmission, but that's almost certainly what had to have happened. Yeah, that's most likely too. So the flight needed to turn west and, and fly toward Florida immediately, um, but it, he, he did that for just a, a few minutes at a time, for a, at least a couple of times. He and he, he just he'd go no 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 I've got it. I know I'm right. We're over the Gulf. Let's turn back. Go north or east. But why? Every time. He was convinced he was right. I get it. Well, I don't because mm. they went to the Grand Bahama Island. Yeah. They, but how, they had they, just bombed the chicken and shoals. Yeah. Chicken and hen shoals. There's no physical way they could have been there. Yeah. Which makes you it makes you wonder. So okay. They all drunk. And, and so remember his contention that his compasses weren't working. Yeah. He's he said again. He said to the to the FT seventy four pilot Robert Cox. He said we were out on a navigation hop in the second leg. And I thought they were going wrong. So I took over oh, yeah. and was flying them back to the right position. But I am sure now neither of my compasses are working. Two things are wrong with that. Here's the first is this, the compasses. Why would the compasses not be working? Both compasses? The simple answer is they were working. Yeah. And he had convinced himself that if he's right and they're not getting to where he thinks they should be by doing what, he, what they're doing, the compasses must be at fault, not him. 
That's Typical man. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst yeah. don't ask for directions accident yeah. ever. So you make, some, you make some turns. He gets twisted around. Remember, they made those turns over the chicken and shoals. He got twisted. Twist is not the right word. He got. <laughs> and he trusted himself. Human nature, he trusted himself yeah. over machinery, especially in 1945. He, not human nature, man nature. Wow. Jesus, now it's turned into a Me Too moment here. Oh, my God. <laughs> you alone in that <laughs> Which one. Which I am agreeing with. No, men are assholes. I, I, I'm on record as saying that. Yeah. So second thing wrong with that statement. Remember he says, I thought they were going wrong, so I took over. What's he been doing all this time? Like you said, Jack. Sleeping. He, <laughs> on, well, he's, he's, yeah. he's flying a plane. <laughs> so he's probably not Auto sleeping, pilot. but he, he, is, he, he didn't take lead. He let Powers take yeah. lead. He's in the back. He's just on, what's the, the highway hypnosis? Playing yeah. Angry Birds. Following a plane. Yeah. Probably not playing Angry Birds in 1945. You know? Uh, he, he, so, you know, and then he suddenly, they, they do their twists and turns over the chicken and shoals. Powers gets a little disoriented, <laughs> right? The people get disoriented over these chicken and hen shoals, right? Yeah. He snaps out of it, says, what the fuck? Okay, what's going on? Where are we? Shit, those, I, those look like the keys. I, I, I do think he was just... Out completely out of it for the first part of that flight. He comes to out of it. How though? Just, just like just I said, like hang out. Because yeah. he, yeah, he's hung over. He didn't want to be on the flight. He I, had I mean, a really bad headache. I don't want to. He might have had a really bad headache. He might have had a terrible uterus. Uh, Probably uterine pain. Who uh, fall we now? Maybe his balls hurt. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Jesus, that's weird. You've gone, you've gone okay, low, Carrie. Testicular torsion. Yeah. Oh my! I didn't think about that. Epididymitis. Very painful. Yep. At least two of the training pilots, and maybe all of them, did think that what Taylor was having them do was wrong, and they wanted to head west. But he, like we said, when you follow the chain of command, Can't there's do nothing need. you can do about it, right? Yeah. Why did he, and, okay, and the quote, he says, don't come after us, right? <laughs> do that too. He actually did say, don't come after us, but in a home. sense. He said, don't come after me. Here's the context, uh, context of that. It was when Robert Cox, the FT-74 pilot, offered to help. He said, hey, so Robert Cox thinks, Okay, you're, um, uh, I think I know where you are. You're over the Keys. Robert Cox was actually very close to the Keys. Remember, he was flying south. He says, I'll come find you and lead you back to, to oh. Fort Lauderdale, lead you back to safety. What do you think it's going to do to an experienced pilot? Make him look bad. Bruce's and, and, ego. Absolutely. So Taylor's response was this. I know where I am now. I'm at 2,300 feet. Don't come after me. Boo. So it wasn't like, don't, they, the writers make it yeah. sound like, don't come after us, there's some kind of monster here, or UFOs or whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, He's it was like, ride. no, no, I got this. Don't worry yeah. about it. He didn't got this, not by a long shot, <laughs> but he, he's not going to say that. Yeah, come help me. Come save me. Bitch, I would have said that. I said, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. Help me, sir. He, you know, he had an ego. I say that all the time. Uh, I'm hopeless with directions. He <laughs> lives eight hours away from us and will still call our mom and be like, how do you get to <laughs> Target? I'm joking. But I'm just she's saying. just jokey. I use Google Maps, thank you. She does. She's very proud of that, apparently. <laughs> so, how about those things from outer space, right? And all those, those. Wait, I just have to say, you will call me from Target and ask <laughs> yes. me where certain things are no. in Target. Yes. Um. Oh, I've been girl. witness yeah. to these conversations. Yes, you been caught out. Yes, you Hell to the yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's okay because I that's still call I my mom. That's when I first moved down there. But over that, you don't call well, your mom for stuff like that, mom. But I call her for other stuff. Like, do you see how she's doing? <laughs> no, she used to call her all the time for uh, baby and pregnancy things. I remember that. That's well, yeah. I thought I well, needed sure. excuses no shit. to call mom. You don't. Just like really <laughs> big when I first moved away. That's but, weird. But one of them shouldn't be. Where are the tampons in Target? Yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't be. That Where's the plastic wrap? <laughs> Bag. <laughs> Bag. That's my favorite. Tell Rachel. the story. That's my favorite Rachel story. None of you were there, bitches. You stupidly, you told us about it. I know. Go it ahead. was embarrassing, but it was also pretty it's fucking really hilarious. Hilarious. No, It's the best story. Emma, I've tell it. Yeah, okay, go. so no, you weren't there. Oh, it was okay. my story. Tell it. Okay, yeah, I can't remember where I was. Nugget. nugget. Okay. It was Nugget. nugget. So we do really. know the story better it than you. It was Nugget. And I don't even remember why I was there. Or Doesn't why matter. Tell the story yeah. in a very <laughs> short part. Okay. okay but like, this, so we were, I was getting checked out. I was buying the groceries and, you, and the bag boy, the really cute bag boy. So if you're listening. Asked, <laughs> and you know who you are. Asked me 
if I wanted paper plastic, and I just kind of looked at him and I said, "Bag." <laughs> like imagine it's funny us. Little Rachel frizzled, like we frizzled, all, just like we all bag. laughed at it. Bag. I immediately bag. laughed it off. <laughs> but I imagine Rachel just like a deer in the headlights, like yeah. bag, bag. <laughs> uh, please give I me a bag. That, I was more distracted than anything. I wasn't panicked or stuttering. Please bag. And then I was immediately just kind of laughing at my stupidity and. They <laughs> I thought it was oh, funny, too. Oh, I'm so silly. What's your they number? They might have felt sorry for me, but <laughs> I prefer to think they were laughing with me. At you. <laughs> so talked so much shit after you left. They that always was, do. That was back in the olden days when they offer you plastic or paper. Mm-hmm. True. Thank you. Thank you for now that. Now you got to bring your own yeah. okay, fucking let's, bags. Let's, can we not talk about this anymore? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so they... Uh, how about those things, those quotes about the, you know, outer space and all those scary, scary quotes I read earlier, right? I mean, that, <laughs> scary, scary quotes. Those quotes scary. would take some explaining if those, uh, right? If any of them were yeah. real. Every one of those quotes I Debunked. said earlier was completely fabricated. Totally yeah. fake. Not surprising. We assumed as much. Absolutely. Uh, lies and it's fabrications and bullshit. The secret ingredients of most of those, you know, amazing supernatural stories. It's Even called alternative more. facts. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. So ultimately, this was Captain. I'm sorry, uh, Lieutenant Taylor's fault, without any question whatsoever. I'm sure he's a fine person and all, because his what? family, like his family, right after. The, so the first naval uh, investigation essentially said, you know, he screwed up. The family said, "Oh, you never found the body, so we don't know what happened. So you can't say that." So in 1947, no. they altered the report and said, "Oh, like cause unknown." We yeah. all know what happened. They're just being nice to the family. The family's kind of whiny about it, to be Fuck honest. Family. He was such a great man. Yeah, he was a great guy. He had a shitty day. And 14 people died. Wow. He wasn't a great pilot, by the way. Turns out, Lieutenant Taylor had ditched twice during the war over, uh, over ocean. That's the a lot. Fir- it is. The first time was in June 1944. Ditched how? Like, just like... In, uh, Eject. In, yeah. Uh, in, it, land in the water. Eject, parachute, buy no, no, in the raft. No, no, they didn't do that. They land in the water in their plane oh. and get the raft out. So in the first Not time... I in, picture it. In June of 44... Uh-huh. His, his gunner on, on the plane with him said, quote, Taylor lost his bearings. This is out um, over the Caribbean. He said the plane ran out of gas near Trinidad, and they were unable to get their raft out before the plane sank. <gasps> Further, their depth charges exploded from beneath them. And so they're just trading water. Luckily, this was in the middle of the day, A, and they're nearby. I don't know what ships or planes, but they were rescued almost minutes later. So oh it, they got very, very lucky. But then again, in January Sharks. 1945, now Taylor's in the Pacific Theater, right? He gets lost. He can't find Guam. Guam. Well, I want to go there. Okay. <laughs> they have snakes. So, you know, I, I'm fine everywhere. with snakes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you, you step anywhere? three steps, you're going like, to get a snake. Like, what kind of snakes? Like Tree snakes anacondas. and these others. <laughs> Bitch. No, like little, but they have, I mean, it's like, seriously, it's snake infested. But they won't hurt you. Oh, they'll, they'll fucking kill, bitch. No, they like little, like little snake. snakes that are snake? venomous are fine. I want an egg-eating snake. An egg-eating snake, okay. Yeah. Right. As long as their bites can't kill me, I'm chilling. All right, that's cool. Agreed. So in yeah. uh, when they when he couldn't find Guam, he and another crewman were forced. It was this two-person plane. Then they were forced to ditch over the water, and they were that time able to get their raft out. But they spent a, the entire night in the cold Pacific Ocean. And, and luckily, uh, they had fixed them on radar before they ditched. So the next morning, they, the Navy sent out and rescued them. So he was not, I mean, you know, again, not to cast aspersions, but he was a shitty pilot. Reminds yeah. me of Fred Valentich. He shouldn't be <laughs> training people. He was, like I said, he was only 27 yeah. years old. But he, you know, he, he was experienced. He had 2,500 hours. He just, he just wasn't a great pilot. And again, he was apparently impaired that morning somehow. Yeah. Whether he was hungover or sick or whatever, he was not in tip-top shape. His balls hurt. His balls may have hurt, according to Carrie. <laughs> and you know how men, when their balls are involved, they can't think straight. <laughs> I support. I, now I'm going to go. I'm going to stand up for men here and say yes, hell yes, obviously for sure, no I doubt. I wasn't trying to be funny, even though it is funny. No, <laughs> I was it's, being serious. It turns out it's not funny at all. It's I'm laughing. Very not funny. What is? I'm so. When your balls hurt, you can't think straight. That's true. It's like your uterus. Why do balls only worse. No. Only much worse. No, 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 no. Much more sensitive uterus. No, 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 so anyway, no. he's totally kidding. Like, and I'm hundred percent. No, I'm agreeing with it. Hundred percent serious. I think it's worse than the uterus. See? Well, when balls like because a- men are babies. Oh, she got oh, it. God. Men she don't have do a better. Pain. Men don't do well with long-term pain. I just That's assume true. that it hurts real bad. 
Okay. Why are we talking about ball pain? Because we need to know how men get when okay. their balls hurt. Okay. All, right. Uh, All right. So, <laughs> apparently, not only was he in pair that morning, it turns out that Lieutenant Taylor may not have had a watch with him. Oh, my God. Lieutenant. And he knew there was no how clock in that cockpit. Pilot? So, he didn't have a watch with him. And it appears he did not bring a plotting board you need that if you're going dead wreck. You can't dead wreck without it. Okay, no this watch. wasn't a bad day. This was straight up just shitty well, at yeah. your job. And maybe, which is maybe On why <laughs> he ceded control of, of the flight right, to someone, someone else, else. Possibly why. But then when he, whatever, snapped out of it and thought, well, over the keys, he really shouldn't have been so, yeah. so sure of himself. Stupid. There, there should have been a mutiny. It, it would have taken that yeah. To, yeah. to save other, the, the well, 14 lives, including his. So he was over on familiar territory. He convinced himself he was not where he thought he was based on these kind of past familiarities. And he became sort of disoriented, stubborn, and horribly, horribly wrong. Like I said, he had a really bad day, but this bad day cost him, him 14 lives. And, uh, okay, and, and then the Martin Mariner, the plane, right, that disappeared the, with 13 crew oh, on board, yeah. the search and rescue uh, plane. Yeah. That was full of 2,000 gallons of fuel. That's it was commonly called a flying gas tank. It was well-known to be an, a ticking time bomb. Few fumes could, could build up in the cargo hold area and explode. It had happened many times during the war. This is a really shitty design. So and they, how do they keep like making them? The they board. shouldn't. It was the war, and you, and you, you had that plan. And, and they were useful because they, they held someone's fuel because they went on long-term search. Yeah. You know, they yeah. had to fly out over the open ocean for long periods of time. But what that meant was that, especially in the early part, before you'd, you'd used a lot of that fuel, remember, it blew up three minutes after taking off. Um, t- I gave it away, didn't I? It blew because also <laughs> three minutes after yeah. taking off, a ship in the area saw a massive fireball explosion in the sky, exactly where the Martin and Mariner should have been. Wow! And a different ship had been tracking them on radar, and its radar blip disappeared at that exact second. We have again zero mm-hmm. mystery. It was prone to blowing up. It was seen blowing up. It blew up when they what? went looking the next morning. That the, the high seas, you know distributed the um, oil slick or whatever, or, or, or any debris. So, Aliens. Also, yes. no mystery whatsoever. So, I'll end with, has the Flight 19 been found? It's actually been, quote-unquote, found a couple few times. Well, how does that so work? So it hasn't been found. It has not been found yet. Okay. In 1986, the Space Shuttle Challenger blew up over the coast of Florida, oh, as sad. you recall. Mm. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, I, I, call, I, I watched it. You recall that? Yeah. yeah, you remember that? Okay. I, I, I was exactly like, oh, no. where I was. Yeah. Day. What? What now? Mom. Mom. Carrie, oh. they weren't alive, be- and they're joking because they weren't alive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I negative remember. 10. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it blew up off the coast of Florida, and when they were searching in mini subs and stuff like that on the bottom of the ocean for wreckage Ooh, of the space shuttle, they actually found not one, not two, not three, not four, but five Avenger planes not oh. too far from each other on the bottom of the ocean. Really? That's convenient. It is convenient. Huh. Sadly, none of those planes were the TB Avengers from the Flight 19. It's just coincidental. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Carrie's bummed. This is a big disappointment. Yeah, that wasn't the only sad. group of five Avengers well, hold, ever. Carrie, hold on. Way. In 1991, okay, five years later, Ooh. a treasure hunting crew said they found the wreckage of five Avengers off the coast of Florida. It had to be the, the Flight 19 this time, right? Mm. <laughs> The flight, the tail numbers re- revealed that none of them were flight 19. Were there any bodies in them? Uh, so in one, there were supposedly a couple bodies. This was a super active training area. In, in fact, it turns out dozens and dozens of planes were lost over that part of the Atlantic well, what Ocean. what the fuck, y'all? Stop training there. <laughs> 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 this would have happened anywhere. It's just the whole like the whole Trying idea of the Buno Triangle is based on oh it's abnormal right yeah no it's not it's absolutely no. not at all it's one of the most one of the busiest shipping lanes and flight lanes in the world it's just the, ocean Lloyd's of London we'll do you know, we'll do a Buno Triangle uh, episode one of these days so I don't want to do too much but Lloyd's of London has uh, uh, explicitly said they've looked they've run the numbers there's no better or, or less chance given the volume of traffic there for ships and planes that, uh, for to be accidents and they don't charge a penny more. For insurance in that sea lane than they do any other, so. And they're Lloyd's of London. Except maybe Somalia. More recently, these two uh, aviation enthusiasts th- th- uh, argued they found the plane on land. 
1989, an Avenger was seen from in the air from by a Broward County sheriff, kind of central, sort of uh, the eastern part of the central coast of Florida, and. Uh, there, he was looking, there had been a fire, and I can't remember why he was, they were searching, but they, he saw an Avenger down in the ground, kind of the swampy area. And these two researchers said, oh, that's one of the Avengers, and they figured out a whole reason why it could, it could be true, given the, the planes and the logs and, and, and an alleged sighting by a ship. But it turns out later research has shown that, that that plane was probably a completely different plane, and they have not been able to refine the wreckage since. Whoops. They've lost it again. They don't know where it is. Well, they think that people, it was actually, it was in newspapers in 1989 when they first saw it. So they think, you know, people went out there and just like took bits and soon it was gone completely. Wow. It was was old, you know, rusted old crappy wreckage. Yeah. So to this day, Flight 19 has never been found. It's a mystery of exactly what happened to those planes. It's not a mystery why, why they're missing at all. And it really never has been. Don't mean to, you know, rain on too many parades. But like I said, this is the, the Navy knew what happened immediately. There was never a real question. It was horrible, horrible, horrible human error. And um, it's sad, but not mysterious. Hmm. Your thoughts? Damn, bitch. All right. Well <laughs> spoken, well said. Thank you. Very good. Super pr- proud of you. Sure. <laughs> Let me rub a booger in your hair. <laughs> she thought I was going to do a fist bump, but I wasn't. Okay, is that it? Any any comments, thoughts? My thoughts are, I don't trust male pilots. I'm just not comfortable with them. <laughs> you want only women pilots? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid their balls are going to start hurting, mm. and yeah. they're going to get all disoriented. Yep. They're too emotional. The they're, women, oh, the men pilots. Male yes. Pilots. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean the male pilots have flown literally millions and millions of successful planes? Yeah, they're, they're planes. way those, too those emotional. They're okay. way too hormonal. They but get I'll, hysterical. I'll bet you more um, men pilots have crashed airplanes than female pilots. I'm sure that's just true. Case it's a statistical closed. fallacy, but I'm sure that's true. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Carrie's Case Closed Cocorner. <laughs> All right, well, that's it then. Hope you enjoyed the story of the disappearance of Flight 19 and return again next week for another episode. Return. Carrie, tell them real quick. Sure. All the stuff. Weird World Podcast at gmail.com. Also Weird World Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and um, Weird World Pod on Twitter. Thanks. Website. Weird World Podcast dot com. Oh, Patreon is also Weird World Podcast. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Bye. Have fun. Love you. Bye. <laughs>